Hello, everybody. Today you have Jake Pratt in another mini-sode, and I'm going to be discussing the 2021 film House of Gucci, directed by Ridley Scott, starring Lady Gaga, Adam Driver, Jared Leto, Jeremy Irons, Selma Hayek, and Al Pacino. The film was made on a budget of $75 million, and it's had a, made $127.5 million at the box office. Um, not great. Not terrible. I think it's about $1.66 on the budget way below the 2.5 mark but i think you, you need to take into account that again this is covid it was released around thanksgiving and the holidays and it also had a ton of competition there are some other things though working against it this might feel a bit of a the reason i kind of gave it that soft intro there a soft landing was because I did not love the film. It's going to be a bit of a rip session here. As a 63% on Rotten Tomatoes and an average score of 6.2, CinemaScore gave it a, a B plus, which, which is, and post-track, apparently audience gave about 82% positive score with 60% saying they would definitely recommend it. For some people who went in and saw the film, Generally enjoyed it. I think you could say generally enjoyed that. Mildly enjoyed it. Nothing crazy. The Ridley Scott was openly disappointed about how this opened. It, it did not open well in, in the initial weekend. Uh, it had a 22 million opening on Thanksgiving. And I'm not going to dive too much into the financials here. It has not been a success. It also, I think a lot of people thought this might have been given the cast with Leto, Driver, Lady Gaga, Salma Hayek, and Irons, Pacino. There's also Jack Huston, Reeve Carney. Just a really incredible cast. I think some people expected there would be more awards buzz. And to be honest, at the moment, I think the only one who has any real buzz or chance, in my opinion, is Lady Gaga who is admittedly great in the lead role as Patrizia Reggiano. Not going to do a full recap here. I'm assuming you've seen the film, but if not, uh, I'm not going to say suggest seeing it, but if you have any interest, see it before I speak, because I'm going to go dive right in. The film had way too many characters, too many subplots. It was way too long. I really think an episodic format, namely on a streamer, would have really served it well. Or even just a documentary. I actually saw a Dateline episode about this a couple nights before. It might have been 48 hours. I saw I saw a network. I saw a network TV show. It was a Dateline or 48 hours or 2020, a criminal episodic show tackle this in two hours. And it was so much more interesting than this film. I also think the cast is ill-chosen. There's no chemistry for me between Gaga and Driver. Also, too many bad Italian accents. Just get real Italians. I'm sorry. Like, I just don't get it. Or don't have them do the accents. It, it was just too much. I do think Irons and Pacino do a good job. There just wasn't enough of them in the film to, to make it worth my while. Pretty sure I also saw Leto. Leto, I do not like it. He is just overacting. Feels like in a different movie. Pretty sure I saw his hairpiece fall off. 
it just felt like a parody to make that character really felt like a parody. And I think that's an issue with the film too. It's not so much that everyone's doing their own thing, but certain characters definitely feel like they're in different movies. Like, and it's really, I'm really looking at Leto as one of the outliers, but he's not the only one. Even the conversations, like the Jack Huston character, Adam Driver and Lady Gaga, like even they, when they're in a room, it just wasn't clicking. You have all this talent, but for me, there just wasn't a lot of chemistry. Nothing was really clicking for me. One of the other things that really bothered me was they do a terrible job of showing the passing of time. I was having a real hard time, at least in the first half, as they're like plowing through their courtship and relationship. Like, I just felt like, oh, one second they're dating. Oh, now they're married. Oh, they've got a a baby. Oh, the, the baby's like eight years old, 10 years old now. I just couldn't, I had a hard time tracking that. And they kept really taking me out of the, the narrative too. Again, don't want to dive into the plot here. I just really thought it was poorly executed. Like what, what struck me was that you have this art movie, you have this like young, sexy cast, but like there really wasn't any sex in it. There wasn't like that much violence. Like you have this long movie, but there wasn't really anything in there that felt cinematic to me. Uh, not that you need sex or violence for a film to be cinematic, but even even when he's shooting the interiors or exteriors of these palaces and these, be- these beautiful scenic tableaus, it just never felt to me, I never felt the setting of living in the lap of luxury like the Gucci's did. I never, I felt like they were trying to do that, but now that Seth and I have been doing this for a while, I've seen so many films and now looking at how they're able to convey setting through cinematography and the way they shoot films. And what really bothered me with this was I didn't get any of that. I, I felt like Scott just did a poor job of setting the scene and making this world feel lived in. The film is ultimately a tale about a family's fall that the one way to look at it is Patrizio Reggiano took down this great man and this great family. But the truth of the matter is the family was already cracking from within and she was just a straw that broke the camel's back. That's my opinion. Seeing the film makes her seem, I don't want to say more villainous, but I, the, the, I think if you were to see other stories or, or to, again, I think it was a Dateline I saw, they do a, a good job too of just explaining some of the dysfunction in the family and there was already high tensions before she came in. I'm going to move into final recommendations here. And I think don't think it's going to be a surprise. I would not recommend seeing this film. It's not good. I know I didn't do my one like, my one gripe and everything. I mean, my likes were, were Irons and Pacino. My dislike was basically the film. <laughs> the story, the execution. Uh, to me, it was supposed to be a sexy film that wasn't sexy. It was supposed to be a film about opulence, but I never felt the wealth. Uh, and like, just show me the money almost like it show me something. And I'm just sitting here. At, I actually didn't even finish the film. I left a few minutes early knowing how it ended, which I almost never do. Um, but I, I did it. I was happy to leave. It was going on too long, but I almost never do that. This film for me is very low. I'm going to say it's like a two out of 10. And that feels really low, but it is. It's just, again, I look at the film. I didn't think it was particularly, it's an interesting story. It's a really interesting real life true, true crime story that they somehow bungle. And I don't know how, and again, 
they bungle it. And I got more of a sense of their wealth and lifestyle and the dateline that I watched than I did in this film. So that, to me, it's a big F, a big whiff, big strikeout. Do not recommend. So it's called House of Gucci, but it's more like House of Garbage. Realize it's probably a little harsh, but it's probably it feels true too. All right, thanks so much for joining me, and I shall talk to you later. Ben, do you want to say goodbye? That was Ben, and we both say goodbye. Benji, can you say bye bye? <laughs>